This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Aetherite Radio, Gamer Escapes, Final Fantasy XIV podcast on Fusion X. And joining me today, of course, we have Zanidra and Bryn, and our special guest today, uh, the songstress of Final Fantasy XIV. You know her as the voice of Answers and Dragon Song. We have Susan Calloway on the show. Hello, everybody. Hey. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us, Susan. I know this is this is really cool to, to be able to, to sit down and talk with you here. Um, Answers, the artist cut, just came out yesterday. Yes. I know a lot of people were, were looking forward to it. It's available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, eMusic, and at SusanCalloway.com. Buy um, it if you haven't already. It's buy, yes, it's very good. It's very reasonably priced, too. <laughs> 99 cents i mean i was like oh it wasn't the like itunes 128 i was like 99 cents i'm in <laughs> there you go um so to, to start off i can remember back in i think it was like 2009 or so um when it was revealed that uh umatsu san was going to be doing the soundtrack for 14 um and then in november of that year um there was some speculation going around about uh, there being a vocal track recorded for the game, you know, one of the things since right. I think Final Fantasy VIII, it was like, oh, there's like a main vocal theme, mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of speculation about it. And I was like, well, you know, they're on tour with Distant Worlds right now. There's this this really great singer, Susan Calloway. Maybe he would pick her because they're already kind of working together. And sure enough, uh, in August 2010, it was announced that you were going to be the voice behind Answers. Um, and so let's just kind of go back to the beginning. How how did that come to be? How were you approached to do Answers? Well, it started really with my relationship with Arnie Roth. Um, I knew Arnie a few years previous to that, and I had done some work with him. And so he knew about, you know, he knew about my voice and about me as an artist. And there was a point when he had first started working on the project. I know he wanted to do an audio CD because the music had, you know, gotten very popular. And and this is before there was ever a tour or anything um, of Final Fantasy music. And he you know, basically we had a conversation and he's like, you know, I'd like to have you sing some of these songs. And that was when I did Memora de la Stona or Distant Worlds, you know, that, mm-hmm. that piece was the first one I did. And, you know, the, it was on the, it was featured on the audio CD with along with some of the orchestrated stuff, you know, with Distant Worlds 1, whatever that CD is called. And um, it was just really well received. And that's kind of when Naboo kind of, you know, heard about me and things like that. And then right at that same time, they were just, when that CD came out is when, the tour was kind of starting and they were like, well, we should take this on the road. Let's try doing it live, you know, and, and no one had any idea when we started this that it would become so popular and the fans would embrace it so much. So it's it's been kind of one of those things that you just go, wow, like who knew it was going to turn into all this, you know, and mm-hmm. um, which is kind of a fun thing because you, you hope for those moments as an artist, you know, that you're going to get involved in something where it'll be a genuine, um, a genuine opportunity to really share your music or your talent and you know, to build a career off of that, you know, and I think that's, that's very hard to fabricate. You know, we see people trying to fabricate that all the time on YouTube, you know, I mean, every, you know, so many people, you know, are trying to like become musicians and make YouTube videos and et cetera. But it's like, if you don't make that a genuine connection, you know, with people, I think it's very, you know, it's hard to do that randomly. You know, you really mm-hmm. need some sort of opportunity where you can hit a lot of people. And that's, 
um, that's sort of how I got involved with it. And then Naboo just really liked my voice. And then we started doing the tour. And again, you know, honestly, it's really been a combination of, you know, Arnie has been behind me 100%. So has Naboo. And then the fans. I mean, because look, if none of this would have worked if the fans were like, we hate her. <laughs> no. You know, I mean, if, if that had happened, which it totally could have, I'd be, you know, that wouldn't have worked, you know. So it's really been just for whatever reason, I think maybe my voice just lines up with the project a certain way. And it just, you know, I try to bring my artistry to the songs. I don't just sing them. I try to, you know, I put them through my grid of what I would do as an artist. And I think, you know, it's, it's very genuine. And I think that people respond to that, you know, and I think that's worked because I know you guys feel passionately about the game. And I mean, one thing I appreciate at the final, final fantasy crowd is that it's a real, I mean, you guys are a very smart crowd, you know, and you're very, you know, there's a lot of a lot of the fans have very sophisticated taste in music. They understand what's good. They don't, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a mm-hmm. real appreciation for that. And you would have to, to like orchestra music really, you know, cause it's more sophisticated than some of the other, you know, junk that's out right now. And um, not that there's, there's some great artists out too. I'm not saying that, but. <laughs> Everything else you're besides fine. my music is well, terrible. Listen exactly. to my music only. I would say kind of <laughs> did what you're talking about that you so have, it, it spans like so many genres and it, and the thing that was really great about what y'all have done together just even within the game and uh is that you it, it blends all kinds of genres and it, it, i think it speaks to a lot more people and you know i'll take the compliment yeah we are more sophisticated <laughs> it's like that's me to a t yeah. wow Wait, peg me not- peg me And there's still once in a while I'll get a fan that's like, oh, I hate how she sings Sutaki Dane. Like I get in such arguments with like I every time I see Naboo, I'm like, do I say this right? And he always goes, no, you say it correctly. So there you go. I don't know. Well, That's a tough track because the original track is in Japanese. They never actually localized that song for the game with with a lot of the other tracks. uh, They ended up doing that. Um, right. I think Final Fantasy IX Melodies of Life was ended up getting a uh, was translated into English. Um, yes. I think uh, same was Eyes on Me. Was Eyes on Me in Japanese originally? I don't even remember. It's been such a long time. I think it was. I think it, it might have been. Yeah. Um, Distant Worlds. I think was in English. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's I, I was really surprised. I think I was at one of the concerts when when you sang that, and I was like wait a minute, these are words I can understand. Like, right. they, they, they translated it. Like, I thought that was really cool. It's my language. Yeah. <laughs> it's my mother tongue. Yeah, cool. I know, but I hope, does that answer your question? I know I gave you that. Oh, answer. yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But that's uh, involved, but it really, you know, so. Um, now, when, when working with him, um, with, with Umatsu-san on answers, um, did you have any kind of like creative input with him or was he just kind of like, here's what I want to do and here are the words and like, how, how was that process of, of doing that? Well, I mean, it was interesting. We did it at Arnie's studio in Chicago and we Skyped Square Enix in, you know, along with like Naboo and Hiroki and, you know, some of his other, you know, the, some of the other guys that worked on the song and, um, it's always tricky doing that, you know, because you're doing like the session and they're like, I don't know, it's, it was kind of it was kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was definitely collaborative. I mean, just from the standpoint, I mean, he had a definite melody and things like that. Um, but as far as the interpretation and how to really do it, I mean, one thing that I love about Naboo is that he really, because he's an artist, he really, and I think that's why we get along so well. I mean, I think he recognizes that I'm not just like the singer, you know, and I don't know, I don't know a lot about the other people that have worked with Final Fantasy, the other women that have sung for the game, but I think 
for me, you know, because I write music and I produce music, I play, you know, I'm an accomplished piano player. I play, you know, I went to school for that. I've, you know, I've, I'm, I'm coming at it from a much more elaborate kind of angle. And so he trusted me, you know, and he, he was very much like, listen, I just want you to do your interpretation of this. You know, I want you to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is what I wrote, but I want you to digest it and, and, you know, come up with, you know, come up with how this should really sound. And, and certainly Arnie had some input too. And then, and there were always, there were little lyric things and stuff along the way, because it's always challenging to translate, you know, from J- Japanese to mm-hmm. English. And there's always little things that we were like, well, no, you can't really say that, you know, <laughs> in there. that makes news. And, you know, so we try to try to make it so it made sense at least. And it was poetic, but also logical. <laughs> So uh, cool. that was. We appreciate that. <laughs> so, but you know, he's so easy to please. I mean, Nobu's so easygoing. I mean, he really, you know, he's not one of those people that's like, oh, that, you know, do it again, or I don't like that word. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, he was just, you know, he's such an agreeable guy, and he just, I don't know. And I, I always felt so appreciated by him, which I really, you know, it's one of the things I love about Nobu. He's just really easygoing, and he just, he appreciates it, appreciates what you do, and he lets mm-hmm. you do it, and and that's really that's the best gift someone can give you as an artist is when they say, look, just, you know, do it your way. You know, what do you think it should sound like? You know, and, and there you go. So I didn't yeah. really put a lot of thought into it. I just <laughs> my way through it. I just heard it and I was like, all right, let's try this. You know? Yeah. Awesome. I had, I had to, I was actually, I was at a couple of the, uh, the meet and greets, um, for distant worlds. I think the, the 25th anniversary, uh, one in Chicago, I think you okay. were there. Cause I, I remember I had the, the poster, signed with uh it's they were selling this poster at the merch booth and it has arnie roth and nobuo on it and then like i'm sliding it across the table and you drew a smiley face in between them you're like i'm right in the i'm in the middle there um, but yeah but i draw like a dress in the hole there you go stir <laughs> and uh but yeah he was he was very just relaxed and friendly and yeah uh, i mean arnie too so um it's, it's yeah, really cool really wonderful people they're really sweet and they're both really professional and really really excellent you know mm-hmm. I mean, they both, I mean, Arnie's, you know, probably one of the best orchestra leaders around, like in the world, you know, I mean, he's really, really good. And, and, and Naboo also, I mean, he's what a gifted guy. I mean, I don't have to sell you on him. I mean, his, <laughs> his musicality and his melody, yeah. well, just his sense of melody is just extraordinary. I mean, I think, you know, he's, I mean, he's yeah, amazing. It's, so it's crazy thinking, you know, back to like the first Final Fantasy, all these, you know, computer, you know, little beeps and boops. And now he's like got orchestras <laughs> and chamber music is going now too. Right. Um. <laughs> you know, and because of that, look, and, you know, it goes to show you that when you really put your best effort into something and really try to do something excellent that, you know, it can't be contained, you know, it will have its life outside of even maybe, maybe if it was even intended for something that was a limited use, it sometimes explodes beyond that. And I think that's what, Final Fantasy is done. I think the music from the game is so excellent and so extraordinary that it has a life completely outside the game, you know, yeah. in addition. Because, I mean, there's people, there's friends of mine and fans of mine that have come to concerts and been like, whoa, like, I didn't even know this existed. And they're not even maybe gamers, but the music has really mm-hmm. touched them. And they're like, this is amazing music. And so that's pretty cool, you know? Yeah. You can do that. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so it's been pretty long time since Answers was first released, right? Yes. And it was recorded for the first version of 14, but was really made, uh, but what really made the song uh, have such a huge impact on players was when it was paired with the scenes for the end of the era, I think. Mm-hmm. Do you know that video? That, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's played <laughs> behind you on a giant screen when you uh, perform Answers on stage with Distant Worlds, and uh, I think that probably adds to the effect too, right? 
But sure. for ourselves, and I'm sure for many other players out there, seeing the video for the first time was just like, what, you know? We, we'd been there, we'd stuck with this game for so long, and, and then we're seeing this, and it, for me, at least, it was like tears, tears. Aww. Yeah. So uh, what was your first impression of End of the Era video when you saw it? I thought it was amazing. I mean, I, I thought it was really, I never knew when we cut the song that it was gonna be the backdrop to some, like such a, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, what is, you know, basically. You know, and I don't think it was originally. No. Well, that was one, I know, I think it was a clever, <laughs> happy accident that that all yeah. worked the way it did. Because I remember when they pulled it because they were having trouble and they were re-releasing, we were afraid they were going to dump the song. We were like, oh, the song is so good. Oh. Like, mm -hmm. you don't want them to dump the song. And that's, we were so afraid of that. And it didn't happen, you know, then it got, it was included. So we were like, phew, you know. <laughs> yeah, okay, I, I can remember perfect. back when, when the game originally launched, I think there was like a launch trailer that came out that had answers in it. Mm -hmm. And really, that was the only time we had heard it. Mm -hmm. um, there were like little tiny snippets in the game at that point. Um, and, and, you know, by that point, everybody had heard the full track, but it really wasn't in the game. It didn't really have um, like a purpose. But once okay. that, that video came out, it was that transition in between the old version and the new version. And, and it just matched up with the song perfectly. Um, yeah. And yeah, I just I, I teared up like a baby. It was just <laughs> it was so good. Sure. Um, and it's just it's such an epic well, it's such, a, it's such a great contrast because of what's going on is so violent and, mm -hmm. you know, like things are being destroyed and yet answers is kind of like, it, it's almost like, how do I say this? Like, it's almost like, you know, the great, you know, I know there's like a goddess or a god that's... Eidolon. Kind of, or Eidolon, thank you. Um, but it's almost like a moment where that god is almost putting her arm around you know, the players of like, look, this is going on, but it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. love the concept of that, like how it's just, you know what I mean? Like it's this broken scene, but there's this comfort to it. And it's like, yeah. and I think that's really, um, I think that's one of the reasons that I did the version I did on mine. You know, it was kind of thinking about more about that side of it, you know, mm -hmm. of the, you know, kind of the, uh, the moments when like after the war is over and you're sitting by yourself and you're processing everything that's happened, it's like, <laughs> that's where my answers comes in it's like yeah. it's like the real like the the soul the heart of what's just gone on you know mm -hmm. right when no one else can see you and and just that decision of like are you going to give up or are you going to fight you know and that's mm -hmm. i don't know that was kind of my thought process when i was <laughs> <laughs> that's an excellent thought process it really like yeah. when listening to that today that's that it was such it was so beautiful and i would actually kind of equate like there was this sense of peace and it was i really enjoyed kind of the the kind of the the uh, i call them the beats you know from kind of an acting perspective in which that the song you know builds and then it just kind of it, it doesn't actually go the direction that i thought it was going and but it goes the direction that i thought was better um than what i would have chosen and it was just like wow you know and, and so that would be how i would uh you answer that that question I, I think just really really quite quite well um i i have i have some questions now <laughs> um so now you t we're talking about answers we're talking about the story et cetera. and you, and you've said before that um you know that they've kind of given you a general understanding of the story you know behind final fantasy 14 um but kind of before you're performing answers and we're also making the assumption uh you know they kind of did something similar with dragon song as well but um, we're kind of curious about kind of kind of that dialogue in and of itself. Like, does you know, was there some kind of conference call where they kind of walk you through it, or just just like some email, just like pop in your mailbox saying, okay, here's 
generally what's happening? <laughs> well, you know, a lot of times, I, some of this I kind of figured out just by listening to the song because the, the lyrics kind of tell you what's going on a little bit, you know? I mean, and, and there wasn't like a ton of dialogue, honestly, about the story setup. I mean, that's stuff that I've tried to do a little bit on my own. Um, I haven't spent a ton of time on it, honestly. I probably should. I try to get at least a background for each of the songs I sing because I want to know what I'm singing about. Um, I have a pile of Final Fantasy games from Square Enix in my office that I still haven't opened up <laughs> and played that I would love to, though. I mean, I'm so enthralled with the game. I just It's just one of those things because I'm so crazy busy right now at this season of my life that it's hard to like find mm-hmm. out. You know what I mean? But I'd love to, you know, I'm always wanting to deepen my understanding of what's going on because I think that can only just help me as a performer. So, But there wasn't actually a ton of talk about it. It was more... Um, I know that, you know, Dragon Song was like in the sequel and I know that, you know, obviously that they're trying to rebuild this new world and, mm-hmm. you know, obviously this, you know, it's almost like, I almost feel like I'm like the voice of reason that comes in with these songs in 14. It's kind of like, this is, <laughs> you know, everybody's my, ch- apparently I have thousands of children, which sort of frightens me, but I, <laughs> <laughs> you're the, you're the goddess of this, this make-believe world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's always like, I feel like there's this instructional kind of like, I, I've somehow get into this role of like, I'm, well, do this and don't do that. And, you know, you know what I'm saying? But giving hope, yeah. mm-hmm. like, don't go over here, you know, just kind of giving that. <laughs> don't go over here. Don't go over here. Describe it like a, as, a, as a parent would. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Or like a, you know, a big, the big sister in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, but it's, it is, it's kind of parental, kind of, you know, inspirational, I guess. So, but that's, does that sort of answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it sort of does. It's like, obviously they're not going to be like, guess what? Here's, you know, the next four years of story, et cetera. But it was, it's just really cool to see, um, and then, you know, obviously working with you and it was tying back to your earlier question about uh, your earlier answer about kind of your creative input, how they literally say, yeah, yeah, do it the way you would do it. Um, is, is really quite, quite, uh, really kind of defines and shows that relationship in a very positive way. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I, I think y'all are doing a fantastic job. <laughs> Thank you. We're trying, you know. We're yeah. trying. And I know, um, you know, Square Enix is happy and Naboo's happy and Arnie's happy. So as long as everybody's, you know, pleased with it. And I and it's funny because I was really flattered to even be asked to do a second song. I mean, I don't think that's been done too much with Final Fantasy. So no. to be a part of this series, I mean, I think um, when I was in Japan last January, not this year, but the year before, mm-hmm. we were in January doing a thing. Um or I'm in January. We were in Tokyo, sorry, in Japan. <laughs> Tokyo, I can't talk here. We were in Tokyo doing, um, you know, a series of shows, and I talked to a couple of the other guys that worked on answers that were like, they actually wrote lyrics and stuff, you know, because they don't always mm-hmm. come out to the U.S. I mean, they're in Tokyo, and they were saying how they, they're like, well, we just would like you to be the voice of 14, you know? Like, it would be like if there's more, as the game builds, which, I mean, nothing's like, you know, this isn't like I'm making any promises there, but right. they seem to really like like that mm-hmm. consistency, you know, like bringing in the same kind of person, maybe building onto it. But I mean, certainly that doesn't mean I will. I'm just, you Sounds know, it's just narrator. Well, if they keep <laughs> asking you, we hope you keep accepting because it, it's. I really know. Fun. Well, I would. I would totally. I, it's an honor to be involved in it. It's a great project, and I've enjoyed working on it. And it's, you know, it's a ton of fun. I mean, it's a really, mm-hmm. it's a very fun project. Do we, do we want to get into some of the uh yeah the, we uh, we actually had some uh some 
players uh, submit some questions. Wow. Um, so we thought it'd be cool to uh, to yeah. read those on the air. Brian, you want to take that one away? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, and I apologize to uh, anybody who I, whose name I have to say. So, <laughs> uh, you know, just forgive me, please. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it uh, Oni Goku, uh, 101 from Reddit. Uh, he asks, or she. Uh, they ask, we'll say that. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite part about working uh, on a franchise like Final Fantasy? My favorite part of it? Um, well, that's kind of easy. I, I think it's the fans, to be honest. I mean, I think, you know, you guys are so, this music means so much to you guys. And it's it's such an honor to like, to, I feel like I'm being entrusted with something, you know? And I think that's why I try to put so much into it. I mean, that's really been the greatest thing because, you know, not every as a performer not even if you're good at what you do you're, you're not always playing to a crowd that appreciates you and it, mm -hmm. i think that has been so awesome you know to just be appreciated and to be so warmly received that's my favorite part of it you know honestly yeah that's great good answer <laughs> <laughs> your, your answer passes the uh, thumbs up <laughs> cool <laughs> so uh the next one from reddit is from probably also butchering name but it's much shorter jacian are there any performers or singers you draw inspiration from? Oh, there's many. Um, there's many. I mean, I I really like Sam Smith. Um, he's kind of a new performer, but I just think he has just a wonderful voice. What a great record that was. Um, I pretty much like everything coming out of London right now. I love Coldplay. I think I particularly like, I know they just put out a new record, which I actually haven't heard yet, but the record they did with Brian Eno, um, that came out last summer. I just love. Um, the production's phenomenal. Um, and again, I just listen. A lot of the artists that I like are, you know, go pretty deep as songwriters, and they just I love when they do quality production. Like they're cutting real pianos and they're cutting real instruments, and it's not, you know, all just digital. Digital. But there's so many great singers too. I mean, I like Kelly Clarkson. I like um, Pink. <laughs> I like. <laughs> You know, I mean, I have such a wide musical, you know, a range of people that I like. Very, so, very eclectic background in music. Yeah, and I love, you know, I like bands that can rock. I mean, I grew up listening to the Rolling Stones, so I mean, that's, you know, I love that. You know, that's how I started <laughs> in this business is, as a, you know, I was the lead singer of a rock band here um, in town that was pretty intense, you know, so cool. I've pretty much done it all. That's awesome. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, your question. <laughs> it's your turn. I apologize. Just, just enjoying the conversation. Yeah. Um, all right. So, um, uh, Lux Felix from uh, Balmug asks, "Is that uh, what has been your favorite place to perform with Distant Worlds? Do you have a, you know, kind of a dream place, quote unquote? Um, would you like to perform? Uh, you, uh, sorry. Do you have a dream place you'd like to perform where Distant World uh, hasn't performed yet? So there's kind of two questions. Okay. Uh, what's been your favorite place so far, and where would you uh, like to go where you haven't gone yet? Um, I, my favorite place is definitely Royal Albert Hall. That was just a, just phenomenal. The only thing that's tricky is that it's a circle. So you get really confused. Uh -huh. Like, should I keep spinning? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm spinning. <laughs> like something like looks, I don't know. Like I feel bad cause I'm like, am I entertained? How do I like, anyway, but what a, that's just such a legendary hall. I think that was, I mean, the Beatles have played there, you know? So it's mm. kind of like, wow, like the beat, like a beetle might've stand stood right here. <laughs> kind of cool to me, yeah. um, and I love you know Europe is pretty awesome. So I mean those shows have been great, but Paris was great too. I mean those were those were phenomenal shows too. Um, where I haven't played, I mean because I'm not on all the t all the events as you guys know. Right. 
I only do a handful of them. It depends, you know, because it just depends. I do the larger shows when they have like a budget to to do that. And um, this sounds kind of funny, but you know, I'd really like to play Mexico City because. I guess there's like a really huge venue there and I guess there's mm -hmm. just tons of just really passionate fans and I've never been, um, I've been to Mexico, but not to perform. I just thought that would be a really interesting show, you know, but I mean, yeah. there's so many places I still haven't been. I haven't been to Australia. I haven't been to Italy. Um, you know, both of those places I'd love to perform, you know? Very so. cool. Yeah. It's, I can remember back in the day when, but it was bef before Distant Worlds even started. There was uh, a new world, which was just like a one-off concert here. I think Arnie Roth did that, and right. uh, a year or so later, they started Distant Worlds, and uh, I think Stockholm is where it started. Oh right, right. Or, or might have been or, or Chicago. Might have been second. Arnie, you know, Arnie being a being a Chicago guy, he you know we get a lot of good stuff here. So sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm always in all the all Chicago over. shows because I'm so close. You know, yeah. so kind of a no-brainer. So. That's cool. Yeah. But hopefully there'll be more. I mean, you never know, you know, fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. Right, so we have uh, another guy from Balmung, Zephyrin Gylard, which I believe is actually a character name from the game too. So go me. I got that right. Uh, <laughs> are you at all familiar with the rest of the Final Fantasy series soundtrack apart from what you've performed? Sounds kind of like, yeah. So do you have a favorite piece from it? Um, yeah, I am familiar because I have to, I listen to all those songs backstage. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, um, I really like Eris theme. I think that's really like, that's such a like moving song and it's like so sad though. Like if I'm mm -hmm. feeling down about anything, I can't really hear it because I'll be like really sad. Um, <laughs> I'll be like, don't play it. I can't handle it. <laughs> um, but no, there's so many great things. And of course, like, you know, <clears throat> One Wing Angel is like awesome. I mean, the, half the fun on that though is just watching Naboo run around. Because when yeah. seeing the live performance, <laughs> it's like he's you know what he does with. I mean, he's so great with the crowd and stuff. So I mean, that's just a, it's what an amazing piece. And I really like the opera too, even though I don't sing it. I mean, it's a another just stunning piece of music. It's like wow, you know. So mm -hmm. yeah, I am familiar with all the stuff we do live. I'm definitely. Uh, I don't. I still have a trouble remembering all the names of stuff though. It's like. You know, they should There's, call it the Final Fantasy board game. There you go. Like, <laughs> song. Like, you know or what just I mean? do, like, D Distant Worlds Monopoly. Exactly. Like, for parties. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> do the Final Fantasy. <laughs> That's why you can learn all the characters. So, anyway. There you go. Uh -huh. You're on to something. <laughs> Get on it, Internet. <laughs> I know. I'm telling you. I'll have them in the studio. It'll, It'll be the Distant World. The Distant World Tour board game. They can do like a, a bingo, Distant Worlds. Did you play the song? Hit the yeah, thing. exactly. <laughs> Did you get all of them right? Here's a treat. Yeah, now, um, before we, before we wrap up, uh, you know, what are some of the things that you you know that you can talk about that you currently have in the works, and um, what can we look forward to seeing from you maybe in the in the coming months? <laughs> what would you like to know? Well, you know, it took me uh, as we were kind of chatting before we even started today. You know it's taken me a while to think about how to really connect my wonderful fans of Final Fantasy to my Susan music fans, you know, and, and what makes sense. And um, that took a minute to do, you know, and I want to connect those two worlds. And I think we're finally at that point where we finally have found a production direction we like. And that is kind of what Answers is all about that you guys have heard now that was released yesterday. And I'm so excited to have that new single out. I hope everybody can can grab it. Um, it's not available for streaming. You know, the reason that we did that is because, um, you know, we put so much into this and 
eventually it'll be on a hard copy CD, of course, and maybe at a later date it will agree to stream it. But for right now, we just really wanted to keep it like, you know, we wanted you guys to enjoy it. And it's a six minute song and it helps us like fund this project and keep it going. Right. There's so much mm -hmm. to do and it's, it's hard to do this on your own. You know, it's not, it's deceiving because people might assume that like, you know, you own music when you work with a game like this, but you don't, you know, you're not, unless you write something or you're producing it, you don't really benefit that much from it. So mm -hmm. this is a way for us to also really build this project out so we can do more music. So um, I always want, I haven't really announced that, but I thought it might be good for fans to know that. But as far as in the works, we have several more singles we're going to be releasing through this year and just kind of feeding those out. We're also doing some kind of fun versions of some of the tunes, which I don't want to ruin the surprise, but there cool. could possibly be even an alternate version to answers that's going to come out. But oh. I'm not going to say anything else <laughs> than that. That's all you get. And I'm, I have a full CD I'm planning on bringing, I'm putting out in the fall. And it's, it's kind of in the same production direction. It's really centered around me and the piano. Um, there's going to be a lot of original music on it, but similar instrumentation. There's um, Sonia Lee, who's a just unbelievable violinist. She's actually featured on Answers. She plays violin and viola on there. She's a Juilliard grad and just, she actually is kind of a little star in her own right, but she's my violinist and we're, she's working on all this with me. Um, Gerard's going to be producing it all. Um, uh, Gerard Smerick is my producer for those who don't know, but Gerard's worked with, I mean, he pretty much works with anyone here that's sort of a rock star in Detroit. I mean, he's <laughs> Bob Seeger, uh, Aretha Franklin. He's done stuff with Kid Rock. He's done stuff with Natalie Merchant. Wow. Um, I mean, he's had a long history of, of, you know, mixing amazing, you know, music and stuff and won a few Grammys and, and all that. So I'm so honored to be working with him. And, uh, yeah, the full-length CD, though, is the biggest thing. I'm really excited to get that out in the fall, and that will be available in hard copy. And, and there's going to be, hopefully, some music videos, too, and things like that. So, I mean, we're going to try to keep we're going to try to keep it coming here and feed you guys a lot of stuff this year. So, And it will all come, it'll all come to, like, a, you know, a, I'm, I'm lacking a word right now. I'm missing a word. Uh, always the phrase always comes to a head. Thank you. Yes, it's going to come to a head. <laughs> in uh, in the fall with a full you know full length CD you know that'll be available also in hard copy because I know a lot of people want that um, it doesn't really make sense to me to do a, a single as a hard copy so much right. so that's why we just mm -hmm. kept it as a digital yeah, production um, cost and everything I bet would be just <laughs> yeah it's just exactly and and the thing is we are going to put that will be on the hard copy CD so oh, if you want that that'll be a way to get it is to you know so but yeah I'm really excited it's gonna be a year full of music and I just appreciate. Um, I appreciate you guys having me on your show here and I and I just so appreciate the fans because you know this is so about you you know without your support and kindness and you know and you encouraging me and believing in this music I, I mean that's this doesn't happen without you guys and my goal is just to inspire you you know inspire you with my own music inspire you with the Final Fantasy stuff and to you know give you music that really you know that you can live your life to and that hopefully helps you some way so yeah well thank you Yes, it was definitely, great if you, definitely if you looking forward to the new stuff. It. I'm it sorry. Was, it was it was great. <laughs> if you haven't gone and gotten it, go well, go immediately. You can you can you have a dollar. You do. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got a dollar. <laughs> I know. Well, that's what we figured. It's like it's a dollar. It's less than yeah. a Starbucks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, much less. I paid two dollars yesterday for a Starbucks coffee. Exactly. Like, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> it's coffee. You can call it Starbucks sacrifice. Like you're gonna yeah. not have a Starbucks one day so you can get a single. So exactly. there you go. There you go. <laughs> no, but I hope you everybody buy, loves you buy it. Twice. <laughs>
And sorry, I Michelle. You guys having me on. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Michelle. You're good. Yeah, that was, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. Is there, is, at this point, is there anything else you wanted to add to that? Or? Anything you wanted to say to fans that are tuning fans, in? Fans, yeah. Well, just thank you guys. Thank you for supporting me and my music. Thank you for supporting my involvement with Final Fantasy. And um, yeah, I'd love it if you could buy the single and, and help us spread the word because, you know, really this is an organic project. And the more support we have, the more it enables us to create more music and videos and, and all that stuff. So if you want to see more stuff, you know, supporting us is a great way to do that. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate all right. it. Yeah. So it's Answers, the Artist Cut came out yesterday. You can get it uh, on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, eMusic, and SusanCalloway.com. Susan, thank you so much for joining us. It was a oh, pleasure talking pleasure. to you. My pleasure, you guys. Have a good day, and good luck with your show. It's an awesome uh, podcast. So Thank you. So uh, now we're going to go ahead and talk about our hands-on impressions of Patch 3.2. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> let's start off with, we actually, we did a lot of streaming uh, when that came out. Um, let's just go down the list here. Uh, main scenario. What did you oh, guys yeah. think? I still haven't um, finished it. I don't. Can we? Can we? Should we? Should we? Should we not talk about that? I don't know. I think we I should. Mean, I think it's okay. I mean, we don't have to get into this, like absolute specific. Everybody died. It's like it was the weirdest twist. Like uh, you know, Bahamut came back and just you know he's like, I'm not done. <laughs> Time to redo this. Um, yeah. No, I, I really I I enjoyed the pacing. Obviously, we had a couple more. Uh, more quests and the big the big piece of this was is if you i kind of look at especially main scenario with uh three two in the same kind of vein as two two um you know it's like where are we where were we in that so you know 3.1 was you know kind of building this was it it introduced a couple of new concepts and it it didn't go the way that i thought it was going to go um, especially from the trailer, mm -hmm. which is what I like. So I, I, from that perspective, is that there was surprises and and and, uh, uh, and I was kind of caught off guard in, in a couple of areas. I really enjoyed. Um, it wasn't, I, I would say, the best. I, you know, if I was going to give it a particular score, you know, or going to rank it against like other kind of pieces of the story, um, it's it's that it's basically felt like that chapter that is going to lead into uh, some really big things, and. Obviously, since we have to wait for that next chapter, um, I don't think the payoff is as as good in that opinion. But there mm -hmm. was some really cool fights. There really was, uh, you know, I love the anti tower and how that connected into the story. Um, so I mean, I, I really can't complain about it. But um, it didn't it didn't light me on fire where I thought it was. But it did surprise me. Um, yeah, it was definitely more of like a like a setup. Yeah, I think on what's to come, especially with with that ending. It really um, should be, I think, rated with the three three story. Like you know, like if three three mm -hmm. really like takes this and you know and 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 drives it home and really drives us forward, um, that that will be exciting. And, um, and but I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm not going to specifically talk about. It. Yeah, it's 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 only a couple of weeks old. We'll be we'll be yeah. we'll be nice. Um, Anti tower. Let's talk about that a little bit. Um, so much the bosses, eleven in there. The so bosses. Well, you know, I in the anti tower. Yeah. Where was there eleven? No, I'm in the wrong one. You're mm -hmm. in the wrong one. <laughs> no, I was like, that, I was like, oh, no, that's. I was like, I'm like, I'm going through all the eleven stuff to from me, like Amdapur. Amdapur doesn't look like any of the other Amdapurs, even though it totally does. Yeah. Like after a certain point. I don't know. Keep going. Sorry, I'm totally but, uh, wrong. So, so this was something I found on on Reddit. I mean, obviously there was a lot of, of people talking about the the Ziggy Stardust. Um, nod in the uh, the second boss in the anti tower, but something I found on Reddit uh, just the other day. Uh, there's a 
little musical Easter egg with that first boss too, with the frog. Mm-hmm. Um, as you're fighting him, he'll have speech bubbles, not like like system text that'll pop up, stuff that you have to kind of be watching for, but it's hard because you're like fighting and running around. Um, he's actually trying to sing the Rainbow Connection. <laughs> oh, I love it. When you when you kill him, he goes, "It's not easy being croak." <laughs> so lots of that music going on. Yeah, the, um, yeah, yeah. The the was, I think, uh, one of the hard. Like, I go into it, and the first thing I see, you know, it's like the beautiful vista, but literally, like the people in the party. One guy goes, "Oh God, no, <laughs> not this!" Because he got it on his roulette. Like, I mean, this is the me going in. It's oh, early yeah. seven o'clock in the morning. You know, six seven. Usually, usually the first few in roulette. Yeah, you know, the first few days of roulette, you just don't want to do any of them. And it, it was fascinating because it's like. He, I was kind of, I was like, should I be concerned? Because he's like, this is the hardest one. And I go, okay, well, you know, we'll see how we did. And we did, and we did fine. And, and at the end of it, he was like, wow, thanks, guys. That was great. But it was that, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> am I, I going don't know that, that into it's a difficult either challenge? of them are really hard over, yeah. like, one another. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like they're on pretty even ground as far as difficulty goes. Yeah, and, and that's what I was, I was going to say. Like, it was, I think what he was equating to kind of difficulty was, it's day one. People are still trying to learn the mechanics, and like once you know, oh, sure. okay, do this, don't do this. Th- it, it you know the difficulty uh, curve goes down dramatically at that point. But well, and, and even then, for for a lot of the fights, um, I mean, if if you've played other content, it's it's all the same mechanics. It's just you know bits from here, bits from here. Like Calcabrina uh, at the end has a bit from from Ravana with the shields around three the mm-hmm. sides, and mm-hmm. I mean it's a lot of reuse stuff. And when all else fails, just you know dodge the orange stuff on the ground. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't mean, stand it, don't stand right? it. Right, like got turn around, just, the just dodge stuff, and you'll be fine. Things, yeah. But um, no, it was great. I loved uh, out of all of out of all the anti tower, my favorite was the little uh you know kind of black mages magus you know um which mm. kind of made me think a little bit of chrono trigger a little bit but i was just i love their design and i love their meteor spell um that they cast and it was it's weird it was like that very simple little thing brought like this this level of joy this this it was more it was so more in the in the fantasy side of it um mm. the, the dungeon and the theme of itself and uh, you know um, I thought they did a fantastic job, and so um, obviously uh, in three months, ask me again, and I'll be like, I'll never want to go there. <laughs> right. I think I think one of my favorite and least favorite parts. Um, you don't actually kill Calcabrina. Did you notice that when you fight her, like when you defeat like the big one, she mm-hmm. just splits off into little ones again and runs away. Well, then that probably was that's kind like of thing that's like setting it up to like <laughs> she could like come kill us in our sleep now. Well, if things kind of play out the way they've been, that means she'll be running uh, the she'll be the the main villain in the next. Can we uh, raid can we get a <laughs> can we get a dungeon with Calcabrina and Etta? No, can that be a thing? What's wrong with you? It's like let's and then let's just throw in some like horror movies as well, just to make it like the most twisted out of. <laughs> next time, next time I see I see Yoshida, I'm be like, hey, this is a thing that you should do. <laughs> I don't oh, like great. it. Don't do it. He listens to you. Have 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 jump reason. scares in the game where like when you walk through doorways, like stuff just like pops out on your screen or something. It'll be great. Yeah, tune in this time next year to see if Fusion's predictions are true. <laughs> I like, like how you I started mean, at, the at show some with. Point, so I was thinking that this chick that was touring with Distance Worlds was only going to be the one who was singing the song for fourteen. 
Like, that's me. I predicted it. Fusion X here. Here's my signature. Yeah, just, I, I just want to point out that it's true, and there's a post on the website, and you can look it up. I mean, I believe you 100%. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> Chat's also saying, good timing in, that Ghost Eda is still, is still a thing. So Yeah, I mean... She's she's around. Like why 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 can't like she bump into like Hal Cabrina and maybe mm-hmm. maybe they'll they'll grab uh what's his name's head again, stick it on the giant Calcabrina, and there you go. We'll have like lost Tamtara Amtapor <laughs> Extreme. Oh my or goodness, something. crazy. Michelle doesn't uh, like what, that what idea. you guys what do you guys think of Amtapor? <laughs> I thought it was cool. Um and, and like like she was saying earlier, there's a lot of eleven <laughs> mobs in there, which yeah. is I mean, we saw the, you know, you do the little, like, tour as you enter for the first time. It's like, oh, there's a beetle. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. It's, you know, it's like a beetle. Like, whatever. Um, but then really, you get really further in, and then there's here. the dolls, and there's the pots. And I'm just like, ooh, mm-hmm. like. Awesome. I really didn't like seeing the pots and the other guys <laughs> from Sky. And I, know, I was like, it's like, well, we're in this area. It's all white. Like, is this? We're not, we're not in Sky, right? <laughs> the um I, I actually you know outside of the 11 references i really enjoyed returning back to uh the lost city um because it was one of my favorite uh that they did in the in the two series you know so mm-hmm. i was really happy to you know lore wise it's it was cool but i was just like I, the visual the visual aesthetics and the sound design for that that dungeon was just i think one of the, some of the best mm-hmm. that, we, that we've got and it uh and, and to the point where i was making earlier worth it with the roulette it's like I, I always hope to roulette into it and i and i have only once and i'm like okay i'm really <laughs> really crossing my I've, fingers forward i can't remember if i've run that only once or twice i know at the end though it's interesting um when you defeat the boss you can actually like click on it yeah oh, that was and cool. i i heard i heard the second time you run the dungeon it gives you a different message but i haven't Oh, check you haven't that. Had, you yeah. haven't had the se- the second opportunity. So I I thought that was always kind of like an odd thing that that you could check that after after defeating her. Along the lines so. of the uh, eleven stuff, though, did you notice in what is it? Ferrisirius, the latest one. Mm-hmm. There, the uh, hexagon shapes of the the mobs, also like. Oh yeah, guy? yeah, the gra, the gra. No, that yeah. was C. The gra was C. You're right. Mm-hmm. I know I am. Um, wow! Wow! <laughs> See you in the next I time. I lot. agree with you. Played played a lot of eleven back in the day. I'm sorry, um, <laughs> but yeah, I remember seeing that. I was like, oh geez, like, because you know the Gra were in were in Alteu, right? Which was like this weird kind of like dimension inside of a the crystal. I think was the way that they set that up. So it's like, but now if they exist in Neorzia, does that mean that like maybe that no i should just stop talking does that prove so. the fan theory of <laughs> right oh man it's all connected so um okay so dungeons are our thing but what about raids so um obviously uh we get the you know we're in midas now and um i guess outside of the just the normal question do you guys prefer uh like a5 through uh, 8 or are we going M1 through <laughs> M4? <laughs> I like I like I like Midas. I think yeah. better. Um I I wish that the like the normal battle music like I wish they had new like normal battle music. The only new music in this is the 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 last Yeah, second uh, phase of the last like one. the boss, yeah. Yeah, which is awesome fight. though. When you my, fight my, Brute Justice, which is like the best <laughs> name ever for like a giant like Megazord Voltron robot, right? 
my my, my uh, friend and free company mate Jelly, who's uh, who's watching the show right now, she said it's like the 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 hardest thing about uh, that fight is the music because you just want to listen to it you know it's like guys guys if we're gonna do this gotta turn down your music otherwise we will not right? be able to focus where's my where's my brute justice orchestrian role is that even i don't even know if that's in yet is that Later that's on. the incentive to do extreme is the is the uh the orchestrian role <laughs> uh i don't know i guess we'll uh we'll find out from you if you uh get really into there, yeah I'll, I'll 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 go and uh i'll jump into the the, the race for uh for for my to uh extreme just to uh to get my orchestrian role yeah i, I, I love right the fights like we've uh i haven't uh, done uh m4 yet i'm still uh, I've, uh, okay. uh cleared through m3 and it's like just i love those fights the the one with the the cat and the heart i feel like um, such a dick in that fight though what do you say i said i feel like such a dick in in three because oh, yeah? there's that that part where like the cat is oh. like sending the hearts <laughs> out and you're basically killing the cat's love for, this, for, yeah, for its yeah. master <laughs> like literally just killing these hearts and it just it, uh, it makes me feel terrible <laughs> makes me just want to like hug a cat after i do it i'm just like i'm sorry cats love somebody the world. was uh like i had a new player who joined every company and he was asking me he's like so like you know he's tanking he's like uh can you describe some of the like the you know the mechanics as a tank that you'll have and i'm like yeah how about you just like get here because <laughs> it's like i couldn't even really like describe that fight to justice because it's like there's so yeah well yeah you keep eight but there's <laughs> tank swap there's all kinds of little things tank that, swap and dodge um, that i found that i should never do that fight tired it's like i should have a coffee before i go in just because it's like you know there's times that you, i just have missed things and i and, I, and it's mm-hmm. so far so good because i've been playing with a lot of really really cool p- uh, people um and we've been having a lot of fun with it but i'm like man you know it's um, I'm not even doing Savage, and it's like this is good. This is helping me, I think, become a better tank, and uh, hopefully, will this will lead into uh, me and my group maybe you know actually trying Savage out, um, at least to to, <laughs> to tuck our tails back. You know, on a on a on a minor minor sidetrack, uh, I didn't put this in um, in the 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 notes here. Um, have you guys checked out the Kettle Quest yet? I, I heard it was quite quite the quite <laughs> I quest. I I was not surprised by its requirements. Um, but I did die a little we bit on the inside. We were talking about it when you were doing it. Yeah, so... You like, oh, Alexandra, and I'm like, I have 90 of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so the first quest for the... Is it the... Was it the, the Nexus? Um, you need to get 50 Alexandrite for, for Geralt. And I was just kind of like, oh, no, all right. Um, and for, for a few days, I was like, you know, maybe I'll try leveling, like, a tank or something. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, I'll, I'll go talk to Bragwine, I'll get my, my quest for the map, and I queued up for 50 roulette on Paladin. And, uh, first pull, and our healer got all the hate and died. So I'm like, well, okay, I'm not gonna do that then. I'll just queue up as DD for, for all of these. That was a little, whoops. Um, <laughs> but then after... Paladin until you can do it right. Right? Maybe I just should just level up Dark Knight and practice as I go up instead of Dark Knight. Dark easier than Paladin. I love Dark Knight. I've got so far. I got yeah. my Dark Knight, my Paladin <laughs> at, at sixty, and I'm working on my Warrior now. But it's like, oh, I love Dark yeah. Knight. I've been just having a blast with that one. Yeah. So you get the you got to get the fifty Alexandrite, and then the, the quest mm-hmm. after that you have to do uh, the I think that it's just only the, the the first three, the extreme primal. Yeah. 
And you need to get kind of like you did for like the base relic weapon, how you had to go fight all three. You have to fight all three extreme versions, and then you oh, get the, oh. the the ultimate kettle uh, <laughs> zenith or whatever. It's like the most ridiculous quest ever, but you get a cool kettle, and it has the little relicar symbol on it. It has like the little nexus glow effects on it, and oh wow, it's ridiculous. Why not? Why, why not? not? You know, the I've I've, I've deep down I've been wanting to, to be able to get a kettle for a long time, and now not only can we get a kettle, but I can upgrade it. I kind of want one for inside of. the house, not outside the house. Maybe that'll be the the ultimate kettle anima. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> they can be taken inside. <laughs> and then there's like the fist weapons, right? Yeah, when you Just do it, you get you get the ultimate kettles. Like it's like hand to hand, like little kettles with like the the zenith or the the nexus like effects on them. It looks so ridiculous. Um, but you know, it might as well be at that point. So, God, who's saying the quest is basically like a troll, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty pretty much. We're the like the quest designers like, all right. I got this guy named Fusion. What can we'll we add into the game that would just be really stupid to do? Well, we could make people grind Alexandra again. Oh, like, good for idea. For a kettle. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Next up, uh, Containment Bay S one T seven. Oh, I love fight. it. A little oh bit of drama God. going around. Yeah. Um. About this, uh, Power Man five thousand. It, it's the the funniest part about this is this whole discussion. Anytime somebody like chimes in on it, they're like, "Who's Power Man five thousand? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly um, uh, first thought Nine Inch Nails. Okay. And that's just because it's, it's all you know the same genre. Yeah. yeah I, and I, it's, I, it's, I you know I like the Power Man five thousand song and I I, I yeah. love this song and the thing is is like. Well, like when you listen to them side by side, they don't have the same melody, they don't have the same beat. But what really sells it, what like I think what everybody kind of identifies is the guy who sings it sounds incredible. Like he's, I mean, he's super talented, but he sounds mm -hmm. like the guy from you know. And that's where you, you you that's where I think people make that connection. It's like, but um, <laughs> it yeah. was like once you talk more about kind of the, the what the the internet back and forth is because I was just like ah that's just noise. I'm turning it out. I like both songs. <laughs> Yeah, um, and it's it's funny because they go, they went on their Facebook. The whole, this whole thing started when they were on Facebook and they were talking about, oh, we found this song in this Final Fantasy game, and um, they said uh, it was what unimaginable theft and a ripoff, and oh, yeah. uh, it just kind of just all downhill from there. Um, you know, a lot of new sites picked it up. We talked about it uh, on Gamer Escape, um, and then Yoshida hit the forums commenting about it he's like i talked to sokin and like sokin didn't even like know what the Who? song was so Who, sokin hadn't even heard about power man 5000 uh, and then and then they they went back on their facebook page and they're like wow everybody like blew this out of proportion and like we weren't like not pursuing action or anything and they were you know trying to like make it all lighthearted. i'm like well he called it unimaginable theft like that's pretty yeah. like <laughs> that's that's, that's pretty in line there. with what you would follow up with a lawsuit but there's no they had no case and so it was i don't know a totally overreaction yeah um so that's that's all done with but um i love i love that music i love that fight too is really cool the second phase um and the the music from the first phase too is really cool with the uh that old uh final fantasy track in there as well mm-hmm Oh yeah, well it starts like has that Final Fantasy VI, you know, like like Yoshi was saying, you know that 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 Final Fantasy VI feel, and then t goes right into that. Um, I had uh, Julie just hit uh, hit sixty, and she hasn't done that fight yet, but so I had to I had to go play her the song because I was like, you gotta listen to this. This is just great. <laughs> yeah, I went and uh, I almost I almost bought a medium sized house this oh. couple days ago, um, but I was I was gonna have the the fiance do it. 
mm-hmm. because I already own a house. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> when you get home, if it's still here, I'll give you the money. Uh, and, and somebody else ended up buying it. But I'm like, you know what? Like, I still have a, a good chunk of money. I'm going to treat myself. So I went out and I got the materials and I got uh, uh, an alchemist over on Hyperion to, uh, to make the Fiend uh, orchestrian role for me. So nice. every time I go into my house with a free company house now, I get to uh, I, I right when that patch came out for like the first week I would just run that fight I wouldn't even like I would do roulette but then I'd go mm-hmm. and do that fight separately just because I like the music yeah. so now I don't have to do that fight ever again and I can have, still listen to music so it works there out there you go there you go <laughs> a friend gave me the rise of the white raven last night I'm like you don't want this he's like no you have a house what? it's cool I totally okay. want rise of the yeah it's it's it sucks because I want answers too eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I also want Rise of the White Raven. It's but hard to, to get say, answers, isn't it? Rise of the White of the, Raven. Rise of the Raven. But you need you need Thunderer, uh, Rise of the White Raven, and then whatever the the third one is called from Bahamut. Um, and it's the same the same structure for Crystal Tower as well. If you want Eternal Wind, you need mm-hmm. to get the scrolls from all three uh, tiers and. Nobody's ever going to get that at this point. Yeah, I feel re- it sucks because I'd love to get Eternal Wind. I thought that was a really good track, but mm-hmm. you know when it's like queuing up for Crystal Tower, it's like you may get into this in five days if you're lucky. Like that's mm-hmm. what the queue says. Um, so <laughs> even even with this, you know, the the orchestrian role like incentive, like nobody cares. They're um, going to have to do a little a bit more to incentivize uh, the the Crystal Tower, and hopefully, you know. Mm-hmm. That might mean a roulette or something, you know, something. Obviously, I don't. Yeah, they you know, need to do something. Me. I mean, it's it's nice that they're still making Void Arc relevant. Mm-hmm. On the downside, uh, they're still making Void Arc relevant. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the question about the Crystal Tower is: if, Are they going to give one role to all three parties and have all of those? Yeah, I don't know. Then? I don't know how that, that works. Is bull crap. I don't know if it's just kind of like a random kind of like drop that some people get, kind of like some of the dungeons, or you know, I'm not sure. Because the uh, the primals right now, for example, it drops into your loot pool, and Does it? all eight people have to lot on it, mm-hmm. and it's dumb. Yeah, yeah. I I will say though, I I kind of like how they actually did the the roles themselves, the way it works. It's basically a player inventory, mm-hmm. so one person can go and get a bunch of roles and then they can play it on, like, if they're in a free company, they can play it on the free company's orchestrian um, and other people can still hear it. So that's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, people can't, like, browse your inventory and play stuff in your inventory. Um, but that's, you know, there are a million different ways they could have done that where you have to load it into the orchestrian, but then if you pick up the orchestrian, it deletes it and you lose all your roles and, you know, like, something stupid like that. Um, so I think that... The way I like that it, is already. Right. I have yeah. an Christian in the free company house, and then in my room in the free company house, and then in my house house. You're what's so keeping the prices anywhere. on those things up. <laughs> you know, it's I'm it's gonna, really I'm weird. I'm gonna have one for uh, for every room in my house. <laughs> the, the pricing on that is on the on. rolls are really weird right now one. because I I had it made. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Nice. I ended up caving because they it started went. it started to level out. I, I waited. I didn't get it right away, but once it it started to stabilize a little bit, I I checked it out. Materia prices, on the other hand, are just like like the whole. <laughs> they're still going down. They're terrible. Um, well, you know, and, and it should be the the you know the demand and the and the availability um, hmm. will hopefully start to even itself out, and you know then we'll you know see what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, right now though, if you're if you're an alchemist, uh, you could probably make some good bank doing rolls. Um, cause there's a lot, a lot of the faded pages aren't really going for that much. And then you look at 
uh, like the actual scroll that you use, and they're like way up there compared mm-hmm. to some of the faded stuff. Like um, there was a, a fiend roll on the the market board. I want to say it was like fifteen hundred, mm-hmm. um, and I bought the faded bit for like less than five hundred k, and got it made up. So it's like you know I'm paying like a you know a fraction of the price just to go out and get it crafted. So that's kind of nice. Um, let's do Hildebrand. Did you guys do yes. Hildebrand? You know, I, I, I've, I've kind of held off on that one right now. <laughs> somebody, somebody told me <clears throat> it was it's pretty short. So I was like, well, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get to it. I, on, was it somebody list. or was it the patch notes where I put in a note <laughs> to mention that it was short? <laughs> no, it was, it was, it was, a, it was, it was a friend. He was like, oh, it's, I know, feel, I feel like, like, okay, well, if it's going to take me that long, you know, if it's not going to take me that long, yeah. you know, then I'll, I'll just kind of save it for a little bit. Cause, um, I'm trying to get Julie kind of caught up and I was like, oh, maybe we'll go do it together. Mm-hmm. Since you just yeah, it, just I feel did. I feel like in Square Enix there's like like a small little cubicle with like three people that's like the Hildebrand team. You're the Hildebrand team, and <laughs> and they just came up like right before three point two, and they're like, so um, we're gonna have to like cut your budget in half, so you get like two quests, and then like you know that how they always have like that kind of like next time preview at the yeah. end, and it always shows scenes, and you're like, oh, I can't wait for this. Like this one is like super boring. It's just like. These are characters in this quest, and they are going to come back. It's like the um, okay, I would probably, you know, <laughs> the other option and the other, you know, the other scenario to your to your theory would be that um, we're all at Fan Fest, and you know, he's uh, and they launch him off into space, and they're like, oh, oh, you guys want Hildebrand back? Okay, mm-hmm. guys, they want Hildebrand back. It's you know, let's start working on it, and it takes such a long time that they're like, okay, we can give you something now. Yeah, I hope we get something more because it was it was just uh, i mean it was funny right what was there was great but it's just yeah it's you know not, like usually we get more brand something is wrong yeah well hopefully just that like we were right. talking about with Ritu, that this is just a foretaste of you know something we that we you know this is just kind of the appetizer to something that will be great yeah but, um, I, and, I then, and then and then in 3.3 something that you know, hopefully we, they'll, yeah, we'll, they'll, they'll make uh void arc still relevant you'll have to grind that for hildebrand quest lines and uh <laughs> hildebrand's lost in, in the void arc we must we, right. we go back and make crystal tower relevant don't worry about keeping void arc still relevant like it's still newer content like it'll be good for a little bit yet go back mm-hmm. and, and work on crystal tower that's not true that's i would not go back to void arc if it didn't have the uh grade five materia I what wouldn't. about you don't well so you don't need so upgrades then no yeah See, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm that's what out. I'm using it for. Is I mean, obviously, I'm doing it for the grade fives because why? Why wouldn't you? Um, but I'm still going back. I just got summoner to sixty, so I'm going back getting gear for uh, summoner and scholar and getting that upgraded. It's like I might as well, you know. So I love I, that. Uh, that I got a set of the Acon stuff made for my healer because oh, yeah, well, that's the go. thing that I'm going to be gearing up second with my lore. Okay. So I was like, okay. I'll just you know jump ahead and get already. What is it? Two twenty stuff. I don't know. Let's yeah. check the game. The lore is the 230 right. that goes to 240. But... No, the, the Acon no, stuff it's two... is 220. Okay. 220, yeah. Um, did, did any, I don't know if anybody else noticed this. Um, when they had the uh, big press release, they put out a bunch of pictures and stuff of like the new gear, mm-hmm. um, and they showed the new Tombstones of Lore gear. They called it Iconic Gear. Mm-hmm. But then like you're looking at the market board and... like all the accessories now that are crafted at like the, the new the item level and those are all called like iconic mm-hmm. like so the tome gear is iconic but the market board stuff is also i i feel like somebody goofed because that doesn't but make it, any sense i mean it's not 
this home's not like home now. So they just changed their mind on where they wanted to use the word, I guess. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Could have been a yeah. I could have. Because been... I was originally, I caught it where it's like the the accessories you get from lore were called primal, and I'm like, I thought this was iconic. Here, why are there iconic or accessories on the market primal. board <laughs> if if the the lore stuff is called? Uh, yeah, it's like I don't know what's going on. Um, have you guys gotten any of the uh, the lore gear? The um, <laughs> I'm almost uh, like I've been uh, saving up my my stuff, so I'm gonna get the body piece first, and I should be able to get that by tomorrow. Nice. Yeah, I, I picked up mine I yesterday like from Dragoon. I <laughs> I went and, and looked at all of the, the new lore pieces. I think they all just look not good. Like, I'm not really feeling, like, any of the designs. The well, I mean, take... you always got the glamour system there. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've glamoured, like, my original, like, Derg AF and colored I, I it. Have a, I have, a, like, a, a fun confession. It's an, and my friend Jelly was really happy about this, but... Um, I finally uh, glamoured my first piece of gear. <laughs> you haven't glamoured anything I'm yet? I'm so proud of you. Like, oh, oh my like, god. Oh, see what it looks like. I'm happy. Oh, what? I like it. Uh, there were some exceptions, but I was like, ah, you know, I'm fine. Anyway, so my uh, <laughs> I glamoured my Dark Knight two, uh, 200 sword. Because I was like, oh, it looks cool. But I have a, a Dark Knight uh, level uh, 70 sword that I just thought looked really mm. awesome. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna break uh, <laughs> I'm gonna break with tradition and I'm Jeez. actually gonna do this and now it's like I'm like oh my gosh this is great <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like that you get your first tattoo and you're like hmm all right I need another tattoo it's you know it's funny because I had um I've been given my one of my retainers all my dragoon gear um and uh, well I guess technically lancer gear right um, but I, I upgraded to a to a dragoon the other night and apparently some of the pieces were glamoured as like dragoon AF and so I like called them up today and I was looking at them like. Why do you have like this stuff equipped? This wasn't on you before, because it hid, hid the glamour because he yeah. wasn't a dragoon, and so like I called him up. He had like all new gear on. I was like, "What the hell's going on?" It was really weird. Um, I like how they did the the retainer stuff though. Oh, uh, with the job? you guys, yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was really classy because like the concern we were all having is like, if I do this, does it set him back to level one? <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, oh, no, we're good. And actually some uh, friends, they uh, were like, oh, I'm going to set them to a Dark Knight. Does that set them to level one? And one guy was like, I'm just doing it, and it didn't. So that was really cool that it wasn't <laughs> like, you know, they didn't really like, you know, I, I, I didn't feel like they screwed us over there. It was expensive, right. I felt, with the ventures, but all in all, I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, ventures are easy enough to get, though. Uh, something yeah. that I really liked was the whole, you have one job, and you can turn it into an Astrologian or a Dark Knight or the other one. Yeah, the other one. Machinist? The one, Machinist. <laughs> the other Which one. Which is nice because my secondary uh, job retainer was a Thaumaturge, and I do not really play Black Mage ever at all anymore, so I don't get yeah. care for that. So I just changed That was it my problem. Is mine, mine was a Bard. And but I, it doesn't okay. reset your, playing... your uh, what's it called? Your level, the level. Yes, level. that is yeah. what is that is called. Yeah, I love, I love that. I was, I was like crossing my fingers when I switched it. I'm like, please don't let me make, like, make me have to re-level don't this make thing. Me regret this. So confirmed. Oh, yeah. At least, if nothing else, like I guess it, the worst case scenario, it reset him to thirty, but because um, I don't think there's like any level one or or <laughs> weapon or something like that for him. But the um, yeah, I was, I was, I was actually happy with it. So I switched my. Uh, my uh, my arcanist to summoner, and I switched my uh, uh, thaumaturge to a black mage. So I did I was like, absolutely use all of my ventures, though. 
<laughs> well, that's why you got you know. Then that's finally when um, you know uh, company seals come into value. Right? Yeah. All right, gonna go buy a bunch of them. And how many? I have a bunch because I was oh my I was leveling uh, I was leveling my Arcanist on like fates because I was getting crystals so I could upgrade a second weapon. Right. And then kind of like right as I did that, I'm like, oh, like. SO upgrades are like stupid easy to get now and I have like absolutely no need to like dungeon grind now for like little swirly lines around a new weapon so that's mm-hmm. that's time well spent there uh. the items um, for the Akon gear with that you get with SO are really 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 affordable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so maybe don't get SO gear anymore get the materials and have the Akon gear made maybe okay. that's pro tip you heard it here. Yeah. That's true. I could end up using the, uh, or I could use the SO stuff to actually upgrade my my, my weapon because I'm still like yeah. way behind on that. I, I think I'm still sitting at like two or three of the unidentified. I'm halfway down with my each. second one. Okay. I've been I've been like super casual. I have a bunch of beastman currency from doing. I finished my my Vanu mm-hmm. uh, quest last night, so I have a bunch of white shells from that, but I haven't uh, cashed them in yet. I gotta go through and like see which one is like harder to get and figure out which when, one I want to buy. So when you say finished, like like what rank are you? Because I'm sworn, but it uh, looks like I can still level it. I just don't want to go back to the Sea of Clouds. Eight is the highest rank. You What's can your? Get. It's it's um. What is it like? Sworn blood sworn. Blood sworn. I think or whatever, is what they yeah. called it. Yeah, that's that's the final cap because that okay. you, you you can always tell because you're able to buy the mount. Yeah, that, and I then got the, the, mount, the, then the second minion. Once you can get those. I went and looked, and it looked like I was still more that I could I could get, and it was weird because it was like zero of you know. 14. Well, you can still. I mean, you can still do the dailies. You just won't get the rep. Okay, that makes anymore. sense. Anymore, yeah. You the, check um, it though. Yeah. If you're eight, then you're done. Yeah, I am. Yeah. It's like that's what I'm at. The, um, and if no, you're I, if you're uh, at uh, sixty-two when you do those instead of like because it would give tomes, you like XP right? now it gives you tomes. Yeah, that's I nice. thought that was a really nice. I've chance. been using it to level though, like because I've been uh, mm-hmm. playing and leveling my black mage, and so it's like outside of like the roulettes. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do my 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 beastman on that. So I had finished the van uh, van before uh, three two dropped, and I've been working on the on the path. Um, did anybody uh, did like did everybody start the vath off like at rank three or, or something like that? Okay, because I was like, well, all right, I'm not gonna complain. <laughs> got a got a head start in it, and <laughs> yeah, I was like, and then um, and then also it's like giving me like seventy points where the van event were only giving me fifty, and I was like, I think whatever, this, I, I'm enjoying I'll take it. It. <laughs> yeah. it. Goes by, it's much, it's it going by pretty quick. Much faster. I feel I feel really bad. There's a guy at uh, at Tail Feather where there's the the try the, the vath daily where you have to like go and like do like dust uh mm-hmm. crop dusting yeah exactly and it's like the same guy is always standing there and you just go and just like gas and he's like oh like wow watch what you're doing but oh hey the bugs are gone and then you have to do it like on the field like right next to him so you hit him twice and if you're doing this every day that guy's gonna die from yeah, like exposure to whatever it is it's like i'm sorry that this but, uh, weird he, steampunk seahorse thing has that it's you thing is so weird you have it a is. Of, you, you have a vath cancer <laughs> too much exposure. How, how, do, how do they design? What it, it's got yeah, a weird blue. name too. I can't. It's like the the bug seahorse dragon thing. The, yeah, it's like how, how do you design that? It's like so. I had this dream. It was very Tim Burtony, and there was like a seahorse, and there was some like steampunk, 
and yeah. he was a crop duster. Like, you know, <laughs> who comes up with well, this and then, stuff? And then you also have kind of like the drug dealers, you know, thing guy who in the, in the chat is talking about and the, the quest of where you're talking, basically kind of smoking weed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, we're, we're drug mules and we're running this stuff back and forth. And well, I mean, <laughs> you know, is that really surprising considering that the uh, the Exile called you a featherless nuker? I mean, you know. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Good stuff. Mm-hmm. I like uh, them. I've always see. enjoyed the beast, the beastman stuff in it. So far, uh, I mean, while I might have been slightly annoyed with the sea of clouds, just because so much is up and down, left and right, mm-hmm. uh, the Vanu, uh, not the Vanu, excuse me, the Vath are much more enjoyable. And at least it's not the Sylph, and I'm not in. Uh, oh, I hate it. <laughs> yes, I did Sylph dailies recently. Oh, gone crazy. It's so it's way, it's way easier now though because the ones that were annoying, the invisible ones, you don't have to be invisible for anymore. That's true. You just turn it off. That's a fair point. Yeah, I, I, I didn't mind the sea clouds, but I like the um the uh what is it, the the forelands better. Mm-hmm. I yeah. was I always just like that area more. Yeah, it's uh well and I hadn't spent that actually that much time. I spent more time in the sea of clouds. And I think the sea of clouds is gorgeous. The the only annoyance for me came in where I was like, I'm in the area where and then it's like tick, I mean it's below me or oh it's above me. It's like you know, yeah. it would just that would that would just be that, that slight feeling that slight bit of annoyance, but um, I mean, the zone's just gorgeous. Have you guys been doing your Beastman dailies for your grade four material? Um, I, you know, I haven't even looked at that like, yet. What's the difference? Because um, I do the Beastman it's, dailies. It's the the dailies that were when they added the currency in. Mm-hmm. Instead of I think with instead of ventures now for those you can get materia. Okay, well I've got all that. Um, so you would just buy that with the currency. No. no, 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 you get it from the quest they instead of They give you a currency, now. and then they give you a choice of five uh, material, and you pick one. Is that when you're 60? Because I haven't had the option. Because I've been um, doing the, the dailies, and I only get the... Are you max rank? With them? When you, oh, once, you, once you're max rank. It may it may just be the max rank quests. I'll have to uh, go back and look, because I, I haven't, know, I haven't, I'm I haven't done that yet. But yeah, no, I've been getting a bunch, and I've been just throwing them into gear every which way. Yeah, that's that's the other thing, too. We forgot to touch on that uh, when we were talking about lore gear. Um, When you upgrade the lore gear, your melds go away because it's, you know, essentially a new piece of equipment that you're getting. So don't use your fives. uh, Use your plentiful plentiful fours. Or use your fives and then buy some more fives from me. They're for sale. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, I actually, I ended up getting um, my my Midas hands for my uh, machinist, and I ended up putting um, uh, grade five, uh, I think, debt and crit into them. Do it. Well, you know, I figured my, because my machinist is like my secondary and so I'm probably not going to get a lot of crazy new gear for him anytime soon. So I'm, what I'm doing is I'm giving, I'm giving my uh, my Midas accessories to my dragoon, and then I'm giving the gear to my machinist, and then I'm getting the lore gear for for the dragoon. So okay, cool. Maybe, I've been that way they both get a little love on my Dark Knight <laughs> on my on my tank, and then uh, it kind of has been going tank healer, and then uh, and the DPS is kind of my yeah. my prioritization for. Yeah. And I'm just occasionally spending esoterics on uh, Arcana stuff when mm-hmm. I feel like it. God, is that summoner stuff ugly on a guy? <laughs> what are you terrible. talking about? You look like a oh, goddess. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. The, it's, it looks so bad that the lore gear looks better. Was that Shiva? Shiva for you guys. Shiva. Yeah, Shiva. yeah. I really, I really wish Caster got just like a giant like Rama, like like a Ramu like beard like beard. apron. <laughs> Maybe, I just want to walk in around in, in this old dude's facial hair. Why why can't they make that happen? Right. There's nothing creepy about that. Just put put your Christmas beard on and shut up. 
<laughs> but I want it to be like Giant as purple. big as me. Like I want it. I want like I want a beard the size of a Rogan and hanging <laughs> around on, your neck on me, or wear yeah. it like a cape, just like yeah, flip yeah. it around. Yeah, scarf, Ramu <laughs> beard cape. That'd be awesome. I'd get it. Um, let's see what happened. We talked about yet? Pedestrian, except we did. We did. Job we did talk about. Uh, yeah, job adjustments. I mean, it's it's one of those it's things where. I mean, they've, they've changed I, I like a lot all of the things. I don't feel yeah, I was like gonna say you probably noticed it a little playing, more on tank. Like there were no nerfs, so everything just kind of got better. Like the 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 output on uh, on Ruin Three. I'm like, oh, this is famous. Well, boom! I still and have we'll a minuet. Let's throw you happy. 80 potency on Ruin Three. Enjoy. <laughs> The um and I like I mean it's as silly as it is that two second buff to to fire and, and umbral you know astral astral mm-hmm. and umbral, um you know for black mage it's just uh, <laughs> I love that uh, I love that t- that twelve seconds for whether I'm going ice or fire so mm-hmm. gives me you know more time and I, I haven't got you know I'm almost sixty on black mage so I'm really looking forward to fire four I hear that you know changes the whole the whole game for black mage but yeah. it's really it's always fun blowing stuff up you know <laughs> yeah I know I like the that hypercharge. Uh, buff was really nice too that met machine scott so mm-hmm. lots of lots of cool stuff yeah i haven't heard uh, any complaints from anybody with it with the jobs it seems like so far you it still sucks there's a complaint oh, oh there you go <laughs> yeah bard bard got a weird like that was uh, that whole change with with wardens um it does it does make it more useful to me it's yeah. kind of annoying to have the timer on it i feel like the timer uh the recast mm-hmm. timer should be a little bit shorter but it being instant now is nice yeah, that's kind I, of one of those I things. Like, I don't, I don't have a, my bard level, macro, so I can't so. really. Yeah. When he uses well, it good. now, <laughs> instead of. Outside yeah. of the the warrior's berserk macro, though, like you know, you also have the added. Can you you can use it on yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like you. Oh you yeah. Kind of help you know your 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 healers. Um, make, you know, oh, let me just take it off me, you know, or whatever. But you're saying no. And, I guess and speaking, rating, speaking of macros no. too. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty much only good in my opinion for berserk because mm-hmm. they can tell you ahead of time i've used berserk and the timer on it if you use it slightly before or slightly after they've used berserk then it's gonna last long enough for mm-hmm. it to take off that pacification once it comes up okay and cool. uh every now and then you're not gonna have a between gcd thing you have to do so you can throw it in there but okay. uh, right. if i guess if, if there are lots of people dead or something and i need to take paralyze off myself i might do that mm-hmm. but if everything's going well in a raid situation, I'm not going to use it on myself or anyone mm-hmm. else. No. Yeah. That's your job, white mate. <laughs> yeah, and uh, right, speaking, speaking of macros, I know me, me and and Brian talked about this a little bit. The oh, uh, yeah. you can macro the like the AOE stuff like uh, burning arrow or uh, shadow flare and stuff now oh, or flaming so arrow. So nice. Arrow. Well, the same thing like like dark knight. You can do your uh, uh, that soil, um, mm-hmm. and it, it is just it is the best. And the nice thing is that so if somebody was concerned because they're like, okay, if I if I add that in uh, and I make that you know the button, it's like what happens is like well you can even in the macro. Let's say you don't have a target, you can write the next line in the macro can be. Well, okay, now I'm just going to use the regular ability. So if I'm not targeting anybody, I use the macro yeah. and then I can place it still. So you it, it adds this level, a great level of flexibility uh, with ground targetings that were um, uh, sorely needed. I, for the most part, I see. Uh, it looks like I feel like I'm seeing way more ground target abilities being um, dropped. And as a mm. as a gamepad player. Yeah, I was gonna say, especially as a gamepad player, that's gotta oh, be it's so nice, so much better now. And, and the, the, they always gave us the ability, but it was like that. And it was always like one or two more button presses that you had to make to do mm-hmm. a ground target. And so that just 
it, it, it became less of that that the priority for it because it's like okay i got to do this 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 and this is just uh you just throw it for, in for those hardcore players man that's a dps loss right there i need to position mm-hmm. my circle you know those two seconds yeah that's all it, it takes. exactly and so um but I'm, I'm thrilled. And then on my white mage, it's like, you know, I, I use that as well. So it's like any, every, all my ground targeting abilities are, are now macroed. <laughs> nice. Um, what about uh, Hall of the Novice? I know, I think you played some of that, Michelle? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you were just doing it for cute. glamour. Yeah, it's cute. Uh, they give you, uh, what's it called? Four Strikers and uh, the mage equivalent you get from the very first dungeons in a different color pattern. Uh, they're cute. I kept them. I like them. They Do also give the you uh, the clearing dark of 30%. light. Oh, okay. The dark There's light. Ring um, you get from it. Yeah, that's cool too. You know, if you have jobs that low. Oh yeah, it's well, the. No, it, uh, it actually like, it gives you what the, it's an XP boost under level thirty. Under level thirty, yeah. it sinks. So if you if you're like oh, oh I'm running a dungeon, yeah, it does. So if you're okay. let's say, uh, let's say you're level fifty, right? You get into a dungeon and you sink, and you're like oh I'm twenty five. That ring that thirty percent buff applies at that point. That's cool. That's I don't know if that's if that's that nice. was a bug or a miss or whatever. But regardless, for now, as of Works, this video, everybody's like, just shh, just be quiet. Maybe they won't notice and talk about what we all the show. Um, the uh, no, and so it's. I, I actually was like, I was really quite impressed, and I've heard from a lot, both new players and people who've just gone in and done it as well, that they're really quite impressed with the, the level of detail that they really break down uh, the different roles. And I was like, I've done, I've done some for the DPS, some for the thing. I haven't mm-hmm. um, cleared cleared them all in the different roles, but I, I, I was, I was actually quite thrilled with it. I thought that, that, that they did a great job. That the tank one was hilarious because <laughs> they're like, all right, hit one and then hit two. And then do it again, like yes. five times. Do okay. not hit anything else. <laughs> I I did hit something else just to see what would happen. And they're like, start again. Godbird comes out of nowhere and just like suplexes you, and it's like duty <laughs> failed. Seriously, it was like I was on Warrior and I can't remember the names, but it was one, two, and then I was like, I'm gonna do the stun because it's extra damage. And they're like, no, start again. It's like, oh, but he was gonna AOE, and it's I was extra gonna damage. Prove that. I'm no. Sorry. <laughs> you just really want to make sure you know it's it should be interesting yeah. to see um you know obviously it's good that they have it it's good because we you know we have new players coming in all the time so this should be uh you know uh be a big help um yeah. i'm just you know the theorist in me it goes i'm like does that mean that we're gonna you know get a big you know boost of new players in anytime soon i don't know we need like uh a new, a new insult Ugh, you did awful go back to the novice hall <laughs> go to the novice hall Oh boy! <laughs> nice. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know that that you know we're necessarily going to get a big influx of players, but I think it'll just make things easier for the the players that do come mm-hmm. in. Yeah, um, and so that's, it that's will. Nice. I'm just uh, you know I'm just always hopeful. I don't need to say it yeah. here. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, make it happen. Come on. There you go. Um, the uh, have you guys uh, became uh, mentors? Because I thought I was. I can't. Be, and because I'm a really terrible paladin. So I, have I don't have all to take requirements job. except for I don't have. The, I thought I had the dungeons. I just actually this oh. this week hit uh, unlocked the bodies at the floor, which I was like, oh, awesome! I finally killed a hundred thousand mobs. But I was like, oh, I am still like a hundred and ten dungeons short of becoming mm. a mentor. And I was like, it's cool seeing the crown. I, I time really to like time crown. to work on your kettle, Bri. Yeah, exactly. Got to go work on the kettle. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, tell 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 the wife. Uh, it's like come come join me on these roulettes, which I would have to say is the single greatest thing of this patch is to be able to run yeah. all these roulettes like with Julie. It's like, hey babe, I come home for lunch. 
hey, you want to run a roulette? She's like, <laughs> yes, let's do it. Because, you know, and so she's <laughs> just like, adorable. anyway, we're, we're loving it. <laughs> nice. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the mentor channel mm-hmm. on Baomeng is full of people 100% of the time. You only have 100 mentors and then like 400 and something uh, mentees. Jinx. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's it's so full that unless I'm on at like 6 a.m. or something in switching zones a lot, then I never ever get into it ever. Are you able to see the chat at all? Like, you know, as a mentor or is it something that you don't even see unless you're in in, uh, in it? Yeah, unless unless you are one of those hundred people, you don't see the chat at all. Okay. Oh, wow. So we'll have like a hundred mentors and like 16 mentees at any given point on Baumung. Okay, Interesting. Cool. And then half of those are bots. New people. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, it's a bummer. Yeah. There are, there, I have seen a lot of uh, good questions asked and answered in there, though. And sometimes it'll be actually mentors asking. Uh, you know, there's, they're the basically PVE mentors and then also the crafting and gathering mentors. So you yeah. have the PVE mentors asking the crafting and gathering mentors how to do stuff. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah. It's helpful. Yeah. That's funny. Well, I mean, that's how it's taught. We have, uh, we've met a lot of new uh, friends who've kind of come into the game. And they've asked, you know, asked these questions, and it's like I've kind of I told them it's like I'm gonna take the approach of I'm gonna let you discover and ask because there's just so much in this game, especially when you're coming yeah. in fresh, that I could sit here and like I was like go watch all of our po- go listen to all of our podcasts, right. you know, in, in succession, and you know, there's just all this information to digest. And read, it's like, read these blog posts, <laughs> you know, and so it's like I think one of the, the thing I have to tell myself with that is that okay, there's a lot new. You know, I'm here to answer those questions rather than I don't want to just give you guys more information yeah. that you can possibly understand. Because one of the guys, uh, Jelly, who's in a free company, was like, oh, go do the daily roulettes. And he was like, I don't know what they're talking about. And finally, he was like, oh, my gosh, this is great. You know, I get that. Well, I was like, <laughs> I wonder what the system is. But he had to he had to wait till like his XP started slowing down to where he was like, hey, how do I get more XP? And I go, oh, OK, here's how you do it, as opposed to. Be sure you do this, do yeah. this, do this. So you're like, I'm just 16, level 16, level 18. And yeah. it's and it's especially you know with with questions like that for you know with Hall and Novice and and you know I remember when when 2.0 first came out and it's like it's very like hand holding and stuff and I'm like you know that's good because mm-hmm. that makes the the barrier of entry so much better. I can remember when I first played 11, I was like, how do I heal myself? <laughs> like, potions are really expensive. I don't have any gill. How do I get my HP back? Yeah. Someone's like. You just like push in like the L stick, and I was like, "Oh, oh, okay, all right, I'll do that." Huh? <laughs> Weird. I'm just gonna and then, kneel and then here. you take a kneel, take a knee. It's yeah. like, okay, I guess I need to stand up and go get a drink or something, because yeah, <laughs> I'll, you know, 20 minutes later, you know, my my level like three HP. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, uh, Michelle. I know you did a little bit of Stone Sky C. Um, have you checked that out? Yeah, Brian. Um, I, I have, but I'm interested in Michelle's okay. thoughts because uh, you're more, Michelle's more the hardcore writer. <laughs> it, initially, um, I was kind of like, okay, that was fun. I don't really need this, but um, yeah. when I started unlocking the new stuff, it was. I was actually a little bit scared at first. Like, I'm gonna go in and I'm not gonna win. I'm gonna the be first so bad time. at this. I'm gonna feel so bad. But then I went and I was beating things by like 14 seconds or so. Oh, it's so fantastic. Was, that's actually okay, really that's good. Right. The, um, mm-hmm. it's it's a good step in, in some direction. I mean, we've talked about it on the show, and everybody's got different opinions. But you know, 
giving the players, especially on a non-PC environment, you know, more control to be able to see and test themselves with this information is helpful. Because if nothing else, like I, I've done Stone Sky C, um, and I was like, oh, I did not do enough DPS. Okay, I need to go figure out what to do so I can so I can beat <laughs> yeah. that. So, you know, it's like, and obviously I wasn't geared up properly because that's the DPS is the last thing I, I'm gearing. But I was like, it was it was informative. It isn't what I want, you know. Yeah. It, it isn't what I want it to be. A lot be. of people I, want there to be like, if it's for this fight, I would also like to be dodging the AOEs that are in that fight. Yeah, give me some yeah. mechanics. Let me try. It. But it's neat that it's also you can see other people doing it. You know, yeah. it's like. Um, it's adjusted for each class too, so yeah. you're not all trying to hit the same goal when not mm -hmm. all jobs do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you can also go in with party members if you all if you enter at the same time, so you can get the buffs from them, and uh, they can say you're trying out for static. Then the person mm -hmm. who's trying you out could watch you, yeah, do that instead of having you go to a random mm -hmm. uh, dummy and totally not using ACT because who does that? Yeah, who? <laughs> Using what? I don't know. What, what? is that? I don't, what are we talking I don't about? Know. Mm, anyway, changing topic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the um, the thing I want, you know, more than anything, like for both, is like, and this is me, because like obviously the the PvP lands um this uh, this Tuesday, and I'm I'm super yeah, excited about the it. feast. The feast. I'm I'm ready. Let's I'm, let's I'm, hope I'm, it's popular for more than a few weeks. Yeah, you know, let's hope. And the, the, the problem is, you know, regardless so of it, though, the, the problem with the feast is still like, imagine a, a player going, imagine me saying, "Hey, buddies, come join me. This this mode is awesome." And they're like, "Oh, man, that sounds great. That sounds like exactly what I was looking for." And I go, "Awesome. Welcome to Final Fantasy. Uh, you got about 80 hours until you can join me." What? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I can't just I can't just join in. It's like I got to beat. ARR, I got to beat Heaven's Word, and then we can feast together. You know, then we could do that. And I was like, that's it's going to be a problem at some point. At some point, especially you know to try to attract PvP players that don't like PvE. And I love I love both. So Final Fantasy, you know, speaks to me in that regard. But I think it's going to propose a uh, it's going to be an interesting challenge that they're mm -hmm. going to have to figure a way around because obviously, if you just then let them in at level one and you synced them up and you gave them all the skills and stuff like that. Well, they're not going to have any clue what the heck's going right. going on. And I, I have I have a great solution for low level PvP content. You ready for this? Yes, yes, I'm completely ready. Blitzball. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in for some blitzball. <laughs> Michelle's going to kill me. She's her face was like she's like I'm intrigued at what you have to. Oh no, I'm going to kill you <laughs> in your sleep. There's the door. Go. You know, I mean, and I and I think I've I've mentioned it before, right? Uh, you know, Heaven's Words, it's sky based, and they said maybe the next expansion would be sea based. Well, okay, have a sea based expansion, add in Blitzball. That way, it's for the people that like get super fed up about just like getting killed over and over again. It's something that low level people could get into, and it would be you know, it's like um, going back looking at uh, Star Wars Old Republic. They had a a PvP mode called uh, what was it Hutball, mm -hmm. and so you know, and they but they also had. <laughs> <laughs> they also had, you know, like traditional PvP stuff too, but they had like I think a, you know, it was more of like a game. Of what level they put something like that in, a lot of people who did like Blitzball would really actually enjoy that. Yeah. My friends, not constantly, but more than once, have talked about how cool Blitzball in the game it's, would be. It, it would be a gamble, though. I mean, it's like looking mm -hmm. at like Lord of Verminion, right? Yeah. Like they would, they tweeted, they like, they had a huge like PR blitz. They're like, we're gonna make like little videos highlighting minions and stuff. Et cetera, but they et cetera, came yeah. out like weeks after the patch, and at that point, like nobody cared anymore. The, the, um, the but the Lord's of the Minion, I don't think, is what we wanted. 
Um, no. You know, and so it's the uh, it's. I think you know people were like it, maybe something that's more open world or a little bit easier to get into and get access. But one thing that I think causes the issue is that you have to go to the gold saucer to do it. You know, and you can't be like, well, hey, we're waiting for something. Let's you mm-hmm. know play this game with our minions and and maybe um, you know. They put a lot of effort into it. I don't think it's as successful as you know they were hoping, and I, I think all of us. I'm, I was hoping it'd be a lot of fun and it would you know take up some time, but I, it just you know didn't feel like that. And hopefully mm-hmm. we'll see something to, more that we can do with our minions down down the line. But um, yeah, they, waiting for them to let us let them run around in our yards and stuff. And there maybe you, you know why not battle each other with them? You know, come on, let's mm-hmm. just do you know Ogimon or something and <laughs> and, and move and move forward with it. Yeah. But I mean, Verminion was cool in terms of of yeah, what concept. they were able to do, like it's a full RTS with with the and, system, you know, right? I mean, yeah. And so that was really cool, but um, it's you know makes me think of like you know the Chocobo Racing stuff, which is it's weird because Final Fantasy XIV's Chocobo Racing is the most involved Chocobo Racing I've seen in the entire series. Yeah. Um, and, you know, three weeks after the patch, after people maxed out stats, uh, you know, I don't really hear anybody talking about it anymore. Right, and I think that still ties into the same problem we see for Vivian, and it's that we're out and about in this beautiful world, and yet you force us to go into the to this one area to kind of do it. And I think it would be interesting if they, you know, open it up more. And, and Yoshi P, you know, back on kind of the same kind of theory of uh, PvP, it's that... And he talked about trying to open it up more with like mm-hmm. you know like a kind of a proving ground or duels and things like that. So things that will just continue to hopefully give us more options and, and not have us forced to go into one specific location. Because yeah. you know I think I would do chocobo racing you know more if there was the you know if I didn't always because I don't always go to one of the go the gold saucer. Like I'm not sure. going there all the time. Well then I, let me let me ask you then um, are you still doing like triple triad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because I can play that in in different areas in the world. Yeah. So I play the NPCs. I'll play you know my friends and stuff like that, and we enjoy it. It's a, it, it it basically is. It's like I would determine it as I would call it successful, where uh, the others you know were kind of that flash in the pan you know kind of approach. Sure. But, but I got back you know backtracking just a slight bit is that one of the things that my big you know I'm just a stats nerd. So the the PvP that we have right now, I love the stats. I love seeing. How my damage was, and how my, you know, how much damage it was taken. Oh yeah, like KDA, yeah. Yeah, like at the end of the match, right? I would love, love, love some kind of system. They can, you know, we, you could always, you can always find faults in just a simple idea, like oh, this would fail here or here. But outside of that, I'd love a simple system that, like, at the end of a dungeon, you don't have to broadcast it to anybody else. Give me a score. Like they've done it in past Final Fantasies, where like at the end of the fight, like oh, you got an S rank because you played towards these things in your job or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I would just love to see that kind of thing because I think instead of like DPS meters and all those little things is that at the end of the dungeon on the PVE, you could add in all kinds of little fun games like weekly high score mm-hmm. for yourself for this dungeon, whatever. And but, you know, I, I think we, we might see that whenever we get our next uh, grand company ranks. I hope so. Exactly. The uh, But the, at the end of the thing, it's like if, if I knew if I was performing well or not, like it would say – Hey, you cleared this content, and you're ranked in the top ten percent of all dragoons for your data center for this mm-hmm. dungeon. Oh, all right. Until I the next maintenance, because like Final Until, Fantasy XI, yeah. we're gonna reset all the records every maintenance. Exactly, you're right. But it's still, like <laughs> I would say, even reset them every week, like because it's just or every month, like it's just like kind of yeah. that seasonal thing for for PVE content, just to go challenge yourself and see how you do. But also, if it came back and told you like, hey. You're performing in the in the bottom ten percent. 
you know, mm. for this dungeon. You're like, quit the what? game. What? Do I, not quit the game, but you know, <laughs> okay. like, oh, well, what am I doing wrong? Let me go at, at least, if nothing else, give me the ability to ask the question: Am mm -hmm. I playing? You know, am I doing what I should be doing? Because sure. I would, I would venture, and this could be, you know, a theory or incorrect on my on behalf at all, but that people want to play the game well. Yeah. <laughs> you, oh, sure. You know, you want to do well, and if you don't know, you know, if no one's telling you, like. Uh, hopefully, you know, players are politely communicating it, but it's not always the mm -hmm. case with everybody on an online game. Hey, do better. You know, <laughs> you yeah. could do better, and and maybe here's some tips. Check out the Hall of Novice. <laughs> you ready? You ready for this? I'm gonna blow your mind right now, Brian. Okay, blow it, please. Okay, so we're talking please? about being able to. He's he's like getting ready for it. So we have, you know, we know uh, next Grand Company rank, we're gonna be able to have like armies and stuff going to dungeons with them and stuff. Mm -hmm. Maybe that'll give us some rankings, right? Yeah. But. What if that little army you take is your Blitzball team in 4.0? <laughs> that would be so kick-ass. Can I say that? Yeah, I just did. <laughs> you just did. It just, that's a thing that happened, ladies that's and gentlemen. We're live. He said, a dollar sign, dollar sign. <laughs> hey, we're a family-family podcast. Find the connection, though. Like, yeah. Explain to me how those things no, work. No, he's right. Like I would, it would be if, so cool. If if Waka in ten fights monsters with a blitzball, why can't you level up a blitzball team by taking them into dungeons and be like, throw your balls at that? Or new job. <laughs> everybody, balls. everybody, get out your balls. <laughs> new job. <laughs> there you go. New job confirmed. <laughs> blitzball master. Yeah, exactly. It's a new. You know, uh, we need a new fun. range DPS. <laughs> You know, it can it can have like cheer, like support abilities and stuff, and yeah, that's that'll totally be a thing now. It'd be kind of like a blend of dancer and uh, <laughs> where you, you do some like frontline healing with. From it's, like, it's like it's like it's like uh, it's like dancer and like mascot or something. <laughs> like the AF is like a giant moogle. There we go, baller in the chat. Baller, yeah, yeah that's call it. it. Baller. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna level. Anybody want to queue up? I'm gonna, I want to want to level my baller. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my baller is so baller, you guys. Oh, that's too good. <laughs> Michelle doesn't want any of it. <laughs> but, uh -uh. Nope. Uh, I think that's everything from three point two. Is there anything that we missed? Well, we could tell people about Grade Five Matera. I don't want to. Oh yeah, I'm enjoying. A lot of people don't know profit. about that. If I know, you run, that's what I was like, if you run uh, Void Arc now, you get an help. item every once a week. It's like the new Farthing piece, where you can exchange it for Materia, a Grade Five piece of Materia. Not. Mm -hmm. I was surprised how many people didn't know that. I, I just hit. it was just made known to me a little bit ago, uh, yeah. like uh, just yesterday, and I was like, <gasps> so I was like, kind it's of it's hard to to miss it in the you know million page long patch notes, so. Uh, but yeah, that's definitely a thing. So if you're not doing Void Arc every week, you should yeah, totally you know, do Void Arc our, every week. R fives are still selling like 100 plus as well. So it's like yeah, I mean they're still they're still going. I mean they're they're also still tanking, but they're still <laughs> they're still up there a little bit. So you know if you if you don't want them, get them now and sell them now because uh, yeah, they're probably gonna buy them go later, down even you more. You can buy them for later for cheaper. Yeah. But or they'll all go back up. It's I like, know. You know, <laughs> it, at that rate, it's like oh, I'm not so disappointed that you know you when you upgrade, you lose the Matera because they're giving us lots of more avenues for it, and so ideally, yeah. that's kind of in, inflating kind of demand. But the reality is, I think more people would probably then just meld fours into into into. Yeah, the, real, realistically, the, I think what, what people should be doing is getting get doing the Beastman dailies, get your tier fours, meld your lore gear with your tier fours. Mm -hmm. um and I, I guess might Midas gear is kind of like whatever right because like i know for me personally like i've had my 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 um 
Gordian accessories. Like, I still have my Gordian accessories on a lot of my jobs. Um, just because I wasn't capping Essos every week. I never, mm-hmm. you know, got the upgraded stuff for them. And so I'm, I'm replacing um, a lot of my uh, Gordian accessories now just with upgraded Esso stuff because Esso is so easy to get now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, That's like, so I'll probably... Nice. I'll probably end up melding uh, most of my my might and gear just because I know that you know it's it'll 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 hold for a while, especially if I'm using it on on uh, secondary classes and stuff. So. Yeah, exactly. I had a I thing, and I forgot what, what it was. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, uh, I feel like your your in general fantasy blitzball team. Now, <laughs> <laughs> grade five material, I feel like is e- easier to get than the catalysts at this point yeah Mm. Uh, you know and the catalyst is uh you know that's where the gathers come in and i've gotten you know a couple and i was hoping and i i don't have my retainers at the level high enough yet but i was hoping that i'd be able to venture that um now that i've I've collected it but i don't they're still they're still leveling up and so i was like well i'll have to wait and see if that's the case i'm sure that with as much melding as going on is that yeah, Matera prices might be going down, but I mm-hmm. can see that the demand for that would definitely be going up. Oh, yeah. Was there something about being able to get grade 5 catalysts from Beastman Tribes by trading in the uh, tokens? I, I don't remember. I'm just going to go out there right now. I, I feel like I saw something <laughs> about that somewhere, but I can't. Or maybe not. But, I mean, Too you know, overlook. it's... It'll be. It's one of those things too, where I mean, obviously the demand's going to be higher for it. So there's, you know, five miners on every server are going to go out and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, pick those up. So you might pay a little bit of money, but um, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're getting free grade five material, you can fork over 10k for a, a you know, a piece to to meld it, right? I yeah, mean, exactly. No way. <laughs> or not. I am a gill pincher. Some, somebody's got to be. Um, <laughs> I think that's it for 3.2. Um, little Ladies' Day. Have you guys checked that out? No. I, I went and got the, the thing <laughs> that makes me look frumpy. I, I've gotten uh, a total of six of the shelves. Of the Do you need pieces. more? Like, did you fill them up I, already? My, no, I didn't fill it up. So I, I have one full, right? Mm-hmm. But just with the way that they've had really poor handling of, like, furniture stuff for, for events, like, they... Uh, this uh starlight uh this year they didn't have the wallpaper again mm-hmm. and i was like oh well it's like i'll be decorative and i'll like use the wallpaper from last year and then i'll just get a new one to replace it well it wasn't even available this year um so that's kind of like like why you know it's like it's just wallpaper why can't i buy more wallpaper it's stupid mm-hmm. um and so when this came along i think the the shelf thing is like really cool for like event items Right, uh, and just on the off chance that they don't make it available again, or they try and sell it to me for five bucks on the Mog Station, I got a, I got like five of them. So how did you get them this year? I didn't go that far. I just got the. the... So basically, the, the whole quest it's basically it's it's based off like uh, like Japanese like pop idol culture, mm. uh, which which my fiance loves. So she was like all about this quest. Um, basically, you just you go... know what upset me? I'm totally interrupting you. The name of the Lalafell with the pink pigtails is Ulala. Like I Space thought they Channel were totally five. yes. I was like, I'm like, I know of Space Channel Five. But I'm gonna feel I'm gonna feel really <laughs> bad if there's a whole bunch of Space Channel Five references in this that I don't get just because I never played the game. But nah. Um, so you just go and you just you just have to give rice cakes to like two people. 
in the city and you can go in like a couple different areas it's like real quick uh, mm-hmm. you just go back and forth and then you get uh basically like slips of i forget what they call them but it's basically like oh you helped us here's a thing um and you can use either one or 20 of those to vote for your favorite uh songbird okay singer um but then you can also use them to buy uh gear and stuff so mm-hmm. i just spent like 20 minutes running back and forth and getting a whole bunch and then i just bought a bunch of shelves so now i have them Future proofing. Future proofing. Being ready. Yep. But I could see getting some just to sell in the future. For it's you know, it's it's good for event items. If you're gonna put your event items on something, it might as well be another event item, right? I mean <laughs> I don't really usually put the event items up anywhere because most of them are really kitschy. Some some of them I, I don't put up like uh like this past Starlight we had like the Christmas lights and stuff, like those I don't have up, but like you know, like little dolls or like the little like the little succubus room thing, you know, or like the jack o' lantern or the little the Valentino's cake from from last year. Just like little little stuff, not like right. I say I, 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 I was like not, not like That's not a... like the giant stuff, like this giant shelf from this event right now. But no, it's right. just, what's, what's, like what the freaking Valentine's on. bed and chairs, Ugh, awful, yeah. Yeah. just bad. I think I have the chairs out. I don't have the bed anymore. I felt like there should have been a little thing on the side of the bed where you could put in a gill and it would vibrate. <laughs> click on it, it just goes... Yeah. If only. It's terrible. Um, little Ladies Day event uh, is going to end uh, Thursday, March 10th at 6.59 a.m. So you still got uh, some time to, to catch that and stock up on your on your shelving if you want. If you're crazy like me, I think I'm probably the only one. But uh, But that's all right. <laughs> I think that'll do it unless uh anybody has anything else they want to add. Fantasy Blitzball team picks, Michelle? Robon? I mean I know he's only got the one arm, but I'm gonna pick complete Limpsons because duh. Smart. Oh yeah, let's see. <laughs> I feel I feel like that's an unfair advantage. Exactly. They all need to know how to swim because if they Training. fall off any part of the city there they will die if they don't know how to swim. So Gonna pick them. I wonder. I wonder how many random people have just like fallen off and died. I, I feel like there's up. a lot of drunk. That's a Koji too, question. So it's I'm like a fair amount. How many? How many innocents have died in Limpsilaminsa because they simply fell off the the edge of the? <laughs> <laughs> we need more rails. <laughs> it's like yeah, <laughs> that needs to be a quest now or, or like a, a fate somewhere where that you gotta like protect these guys as they gather wood to build more rails for limsa because people keep falling i was i was where was i yesterday yesterday the other day i was in the sea of clouds and there was something about like oh there's these birds and they're pooping which normally (laughs) sounds bad enough but this poop will like melt your flesh off oh yeah corrosive poo poo yeah yeah watch out for for like the corrosive poop it's just like oh my god (laughs) koji what the hell oh Um, oh, speaking speaking of localization um there's a lot of people making like uh, senpai jokes mm-hmm. with the mentor system. There is a I hope mentor will notice me line of achievement. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Loke. Good stuff. We um, did it, guys. We got we we made a podcast. Woo! It happened. I think we're done. All with it. three of us. Yeah. <laughs> we had a fourth too. It, it was four earlier. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, exactly. Again. Such a, a huge thank you uh, to Susan Calloway for joining us today. Uh, a lot of fun. Make sure to go check out her artist cut of answers. Um, and that will wrap it up for this episode of Aetherite Radio. You can email us at aetheriteradio 
at gamerscape.com. Questions, comments, suggestions, whatever you want, we'll read it on the air. Uh, you can also tweet at us at Aetherite Radio. Uh, and that'll do it. And uh, shout out to Zenidra uh, and Bryn for joining me here. And yeah. we'll see you next time where maybe uh, she'll actually pick her fantasy baseball team. <laughs> Are we going to do tuned. this? Is this going to be I think we thing? should. I feel like this should be a thing now. Okay. Let's do it. I got to. We'll do some. I got to. Uh, how many? Was it like eight? Six or eight? No. Oh, man, oh, no. I was like, eight would be. I don't have to research. I don't have to like plug in my copy of ten. We can HD still also and, like, make up our own kind see. of blitzball rules for this fantasy blitzball. No, no, no. We can't make up our own rules. We gotta, okay. we gotta stick Fine. to the the game. That's how that's how this works. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in.